Well, as the ugliness of coronavirus spreads, the misinformation and craziness, I think, is just starting. That's my opinion. We're going to talk about thieves in Hong Kong. As reported by the BBC, this is a dirty deal where thieves wipe the store clean. Talk about that with comedian Paul Olliger on today's Money with Freds. Welcome to the Muddy with Friends podcast coming to you live from my mom's half-finished basement outside Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Saul Cihai. I'm Paul Ollinger, live from Atlanta, Georgia, over my garage that I own. <laughs> this is the podcast where we cover recent stories ripped from the financial press. Today comes all the way from the BBC. If I had any accent ability, Paul, I would have done that differently. Not only do we read them like some podcasts, but we dive into how these affect your wallet and what you can do to invest, save, and pay down debt more effectively. And if that's not enough, we'll also share a big idea at the end of the show that you can take with you to be better with money the rest of your day and all in usually less than 20 minutes. Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money, your financial life in a spreadsheet automatically updated every day. Only Tiller Money automatically updates your spreadsheet with your daily finances so you, that you can control, control your money with the greatest control. I think I got that wrong. You can manage your money. Greatest control. That's what I like about doing this live. You can uh, check it out for free at tillerhq.com. But if you like it, use our Money with Friends link and you'll get 20% off your subscription. It's tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And thanks to the team over at Tiller for giving our listeners 20% off. Paul Ollinger is back. Day two. Hello. Welcome back, my friend. Glad to be here. Thank you. I'm glad we're following up a solemn piece yesterday about Mr. Jack Welch passing away with one that's not quite so solemn. But pretty serious. It is pretty serious. It it actually is very serious, but but uh but come on. Come on. This is this is gonna be good. Uh, is this where I start to read? No, that, not my, no, not yet. Oh. I'm uh oh, okay. <laughs> we'll have Paul read in just a second, but first we can get I to I can't it. wait to read. Let's see, let's see which one of our friends is gonna help us kick off today's show. This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. PE ratios, stock purchase plans, federal reserve meetings. We must be getting ready for another episode of Money with Friends. All right. This comes to us from the BBC by way of Mr. Ollinger. Uh, coronavirus, armed robbers steal hundreds of toilet rolls in Hong Kong. Paul, are you going to do the honors? I certainly will. Uh, armed robbers in Hong Kong made off with hundreds of toilet rolls worth more than HKD. That's Hong Kong dollars, I guess, 1,000. Toilet rolls are currently in short supply in Hong Kong due to shortages caused by panic buying during the coronavirus outbreak. Knife-wielding men robbed a delivery man outside a supermarket in the Mong Kok District, police said. Police have arrested two men and recovered some of the stolen loo rolls. Loo? The loo, local media report said. The armed robbery took place in Mong Kok, a district of Hong Kong, with a history of triad crime gangs early on Monday. According to local reports, the, ro- the robbers had threatened a delivery worker who had unloaded rolls of toilet paper outside Welcome Supermarket. An Apple Daily report said that 600 toilet paper rolls valued at around 1,695 Hong Kong dollars, $218, that is an American or 167 British pounds, had been stolen. Stores across the city have seen supplies massively depleted with long queues, those are lines, folks, when new stock arrives. Despite government assurances that supplies remain unaffected by the virus outbreak, 
residents have been stocking up on toilet paper. Other household products have also seen panic buying, including rice, pasta, and cleaning items. Face masks and hand sanitizers are almost impossible to get as people try to protect themselves from the coronavirus, which has already claimed more than 1,700 lives. A delivery man was threatened by three knife-wielding men who took toilet paper worth more than 130 U.S. dollars. I think we'll just go to that. A police spokesman (laughs) said authorities blame false online rumors for the panic buying and say supplies of food and household goods remain stable. There has also been some panic buying of toilet rolls, hand sanitizers, and face masks in Singapore, which has 75 confirmed coronavirus cases. Well, let's step into this. You know, I mean, I made light of this at the beginning. Nothing funny, by the way, about some of the panic going on out there, Paul. But, um, but I don't know, just toilet humor. Well, I, here's why I picked that is that one coronavirus is having a huge impact clearly on the markets, but, and, and on these companies, you know, supply chains and all that kind of stuff. But as, as a, as a human being, uh, I was talking to friends of mine at this book club yesterday, they were, and we were talking about what people are stockpiling and they're like, people are getting shotgun shells and, you know, ready to eat meals and spam. And then somebody said toilet paper. And that's when my ears perked up and I was like, wait a minute, I don't know if I'm going to need shotgun shells. I know I'm going to need toilet paper. And so I was like, that hit home. And, and, and immediately I was like, I think I'm going to swing by the grocery store on the way home and uh, buy me a few rolls of Charmin. The good news is, though, when it comes to toilet paper, my, my understanding, just based on the reading that I've done, people buying all kinds of masks and mm-hmm. the mask really doesn't help with coronavirus. It's touching that is that is the problem. It can be airborne sometimes if you're right next to somebody, but my yes. understanding is generally no, not the mask is is ineffective. However, they said so if you're on a cruise ship, and the reason cruise ships got hit jump so hard, off. What's that? Jump off. <laughs> Just go, go swim. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, the reason why is because their air conditioning units. I didn't know this. Do not uh, the, uh, the filters don't filter fine enough that the and the coronavirus particles still get through. So coronavirus was being spread around the uh. entire ship uh, because it wasn't there. However. In airplanes, and I was just on a plane yesterday, uh, a couple planes yesterday, was that um, uh, there is no issue there because airlines, for the most part, have uh, have uh, much better filtering systems when it comes to the recycled air that they use. However, mm. the toilet in the bathroom mm. is is where stuff gets spread. Uh, nice. An expert nice. said. So the toilet paper roll comes in handy. I was at Starbucks uh, the other day, and I uh, and I said, I think I will use that uh, that that liner, the liner that you know sometimes I see as optional. Is this too personal? I think I'm getting too personal. Here's the thing: the unintended consequences or the unanticipated consequences of these global outbreaks. Because so much, so many times you read the news and you're like, okay, well that's just business. It doesn't have anything to do with me, but coronavirus is starting to, I'm starting to feel like I have a personal role in this thing. Right. And so like, I'm starting to identify all the old Purell's and anti-back wipes around the house, you know, because hoarding people are, are gouging. Like there's, if you go on Amazon or you go on um, some sites, you'll see Purell being sold for like $90 a bottle. And so, you know, all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I guess I should at least have some minimal protection for the things that I'm in control of. 
we were we are uh, scheduled to go soon to Japan. There's a big chance that, that <laughs> there's a big chance that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, you're to, not to go visit my daughter. Yeah, we might be postponing that. But the um, but she asked us to bring Purell. Uh, with us because in Japan, at least the area where she is, there's not much of that. And, and my wife, who's in the, uh, in, in the, the health area said, walk around with a bar of soap, just, just right. give it a little bar of soap container and just, just continually wash your hands that way. We got on a plane, um, with, with wet wipes yesterday and earlier and, even though there haven't been a lot of cases in the United States, man, I wiped down everything around my seat. Right. Normally I laugh at those people that are wiping down their trays. I'm like, who's this psycho I'm sitting next to? And, but now it's like, I think I might be bringing these on my trip. We're going on spring break on Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday. And so I, I, yeah, I'm bringing these things. Yeah. Yeah. And we weren't the only ones. There were people all over doing good. Uh, uh, the, our friends on Facebook hanging out with us are having fun with this one, Paul. We, uh, we do this live, uh, hanging out. If you want to join us, we come on at random times on our Facebook page. It's the stacking Benjamins, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash I stack Benjamins. Uh, uh, Danny thought that Lou rolls is a, isn't, isn't Lou rolls a singer. Oh, that's Lou rolls. Sorry. It's a Swiss roll. It's a Swiss roll. Lou Rawls. Lisa said there was no bleach at Walmart yesterday. I can see bleach. That's because people are making their own homebrew Purell out of bleach and Vaseline. That's are they no way. Really? I just I just made that I up. Was like, no, I can't. <laughs> Rebecca says this is an entrepreneur. This is like a, a virus, an epidemic based entrepreneurship, you know? <laughs> Rebecca spreading misinformation. Money with friends. That's us. There you go. Yeah. Rebecca says, uh, buys into the hype and says, I best go get several mega packs of toilet paper. I hadn't thought that was what I really need to stock up on. Danny, of course, says don't squeeze it. Uh, Annette says, uh, we keep our pantry pretty empty, but my husband told me to stalk up. He's, he wants you to stalk someone this weekend. <laughs> but yeah, but, Autocorrect. But, but, but stock, stocking up the pantry. I just, I... Do you think? Well, there's no downside. I mean, if it's if you're buying rice and beans, you're going to use it. You know, sure. the toilet paper, unless you buy a truckload, the toilet paper will get used eventually. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's any huge harm to, you know, not freaking out. I, I, I don't know. You know, I want part of me wants to go to the store and stock up on a whole bunch of stuff on the non-perishable stuff. On the other hand, I don't want to look like a freak. So I think I'm going to go to like three different stores and buy a modest amount just going to fill up a shopping cart in three different stores as opposed to uh, hoarding stuff at the Kroger. The early things, I use Flipboard to look for headlines. Uh, so as I flip through the news every morning while I'm having my breakfast mm-hmm. yesterday, I read two pieces back to back. One person said, I had coronavirus. I wanted to die. Just said that the, it was it was about a week long, and there were four days in there where they coughed so hard and their body hurt so much that they just they felt like they weren't going to live. Mm. Very very next, and then it got better. By the way, in a hurry, in a, in a in a faster. It was there, and then it was gone. Flipped over to the next one, Paul. The very next story said I had coronavirus. Meh, <laughs> like it was right. It was, it was no big deal. Well, it, and I think it all it's different. People react differently to it. D- depends on depends on you and robust healthy middle-aged men like you and me we're not gonna have we're fine i'm gonna That's go right. lick everything 
I'll be, I'll be running my hands all over stuff. Yes. Build up that immune system. That's I've been, I've been uh, inoculating myself by eating nothing but koala for the last month. (laughs) Eating koala. (laughs) Yeah. Are we we talking about the Australian uh, wombats and koala? That's how you immunize yourself against. Sorry. That's the false information. Also still spreading misinformation here. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, it's so great. We've got Paul on for his last appearance. (laughs) <laughs> you're on money with friends uh, uh danny says varying reactions just like the flu yeah but i do think you know yesterday with jack welch uh in all seriousness we we talked about dealing with reality the way it is not the way you wish it were and yeah i kind of like the cdc's warning that it isn't if it's when at this point the cat's out of the bag and we can do things mm-hmm. to slow it down there's part of me that just thinks okay Let's just, let's just get it, get through it. Let's get through this. And how, what would you do if you were in charge of the CDC? If you had all omnipotent powers, how, should we shut everything down for a month and just go inside or what? Uh, that is way above my pay grade, my friend. I, I have, I have no idea what I would do if I were in charge. I look at, you know, the things that the, the uh, Japanese government, just knowing that, because a i'm going there maybe and my daughter lives there where they shut down school for a month you Mm -hmm. know uh uh, shut down theme parks um shut down places where people congregate um -hmm. and you're seeing that elsewhere too right you're seeing that in europe and 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 other places what would you do well i i think that you know the the what i heard about japan was that the prime minister was getting he was getting grief for not doing anything. And the last thing you want to be if you're a politician is is criticized for not taking this thing seriously. So the tendency would be to overreact, which it's like, so I'm from Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, as you know, and everybody from the North makes fun of Atlanta because as soon as there's a snow flurry in the forecast, we, we close down, you know, schools. And I can't tell you how many times in the past five years we've closed down schools and there hasn't been a millimeter of of uh, precipitation. I was going to say perspiration, but, but precipitation. But then when you don't take precautions, you have what happened with snowpocalypse when this storm moved in kind of fast. And it was, you know, during rush hour, there were cars abandoned on the highway. People slept in targets in Dwayne Reed, not Dwayne Reed's because we don't have them here, but in Walgreens overnight because the city wasn't ready. Couldn't and move. so you have, yeah. And so I, I happened to be, I was in London <laughs> so it was a very good time to be out of town, but like, so where do you, do you, do you go all the way on the conservative side and just lock everything down? Or you just say, Hey, look, it's going to happen. Let's just sort of wash our hands and say our prayers. I think almost like, you know, we had on, on stacking Benjamins a few months ago, a guy from the uh, UL on, you know how these things are UL listed uh, products uh, in your is, house. Yeah, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and was and, and was talking about fire safety, and it was really interesting the the fire safety and having a and I and I realized that Cheryl and I, and even when my kids were in high school, we we didn't do the thing we did in elementary school where we had a fire plan. Like I would think, just doing a little bit of planning ahead of time, so I don't go buy masks from people marking them up. Somebody here said, I think it's Danny here said that uh, he had a friend. Yeah, a friend of mine knows somebody who got a hold of a case of N95 masks and is charging some ridiculous price for. Just, just hold uh, uh, being a middleman reselling something that 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 people likely don't need. So, 
but do a little basic stuff and maybe, I don't know, maybe stock the cupboard, maybe put on my ski mask and, and, uh, take down a Hong Kong, uh, store for toilet paper. Well, I think there's somewhere between, you know, buying some extra groceries, uh, non-perishables and canceling a trip to Japan that, you know, there's a line where, um, you know, you're, you're in control of it. I don't know that I'd be flying to, uh, to Asia right now or, or even to Washington state, you know? yeah, right. but, but I mean, the, but as the CD said, I mean, like the, I live in Georgia, but there's gotta be cases here. I, you, I would think this is, I'm not spreading. I don't want to say this is fact, but I would think there's people here who are infected who just don't know it yet. We had a, we had a friend tell us yesterday that I have one kid in Japan where it's now level two. I have another one in Seattle where the first death was reported. Those are my two kids and mm. kind of was pointing the finger at me, which also is misinformation guys, by the way, not me. I had nothing to do with it. What? Those aren't your kids. What, what, what is the misinformation? <laughs> those, those are my kids, but, but, but the Saul Cihai family is not out spreading coronavirus oh, okay. around good, the world. Good, we are, yeah, we, we are not doing it, even though we, we tend to be apparently where it is. I don't think we don't have it in Detroit yet, but I think it is only a matter of time. Um, yeah, I think that's a good place to leave this. I don't know. I don't know what we do with that, except have a plan. In just a second, I think uh, Paul and I will both put a cap on it with our big takeaway for today. But while Paul's coming up with something brilliant to say, I want to talk for just a second about tiller money, because I use this to manage my money. I used to use apps to manage my money and not like mint. And what was frustrating was there were always pieces of the app that I didn't like. So I would have to either try to turn them off or just ignore the piece. What's cool about Tiller is that because it's a spreadsheet, I can make it as dumbed down as I want it. And different than most spreadsheet users, I'm actually using it because I want less, not because I want more. I was the person that was afraid of spreadsheets because of the fact that I don't need that much information. So whether you're a money nerd who wants your data 57,000 different ways, Tiller can do that because it's a spreadsheet, or you're like me and you just want quick data, a few basic facts. Uh, as an example, I'm looking at some Tiller quick insights here that somebody set up for themselves. The largest outflow in the last 90 days, how much money that was that? It was $773.54. The most frequent person they paid in the last 90 days, so the f- most frequent type was restaurants. Um, not a shock there. So you can do this however you want. The cool thing also is Tiller has a huge community of people making spreadsheets so you don't have to start from scratch. You can if you want. But you can also use, like I do, somebody else's data set that they uh, that they use. Now, it works with either Excel or with uh, Google Sheets. If you try it out, head to TillerHQ.com. If you like it, go to TillerHQ.com forward slash MWF, and they will give you 20% off your subscription. So big thanks to Tiller Money. Uh, for doing that. By the way, obviously, that's how they support the show is if you if you end up using Tiller, uh, they pay us a little bit from that. Thank you, Tiller Money. It's awesome product. Paul, what's our big takeaway, my friend? Use your head, don't lose your head. I think Take that- all your precautions that are within your control, but don't freak out. Don't do anything crazy. Don't sell all your stocks. Well, I can't say that. I'm not a professional, but I mean, don't 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 go nuts. This is out of your control. Take it one day at a time. Uh, toilet paper, yes. Ski mask and a gun to get your toilet paper, no. How about that? 
I like it. I think we better leave that right there. What's coming up at uh, Crazy Money, Paul? Well, uh, next week I have a. Uh, 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 Boy, that was easy for me to say. Uh, this week, we have Adam Minter, who's the uh, author of Junkyard Planet, a guy who tells us not just how to recycle, but what happens when our stuff goes out the door. So keep keep recycling in the life cycle of your products in mind when you're before you buy them. Uh, that's why I wanted to interview Adam. And the week after that, Devin Singh, who's a professor of religion at Dartmouth College, talks to us about money and God in his book, Divine Currency. Wow. I love how your show is something completely different every week. I'm just trying to explore how uh, money and happiness are related and use the money journeys or the expertise of my, uh, of my guests as the lens to have that conversation. And I've, I've had the uh, privilege of talking to some really, really smart and interesting people. It's been fun. I uh, I thought you were and you and I entered and I interviewed you. Also. <laughs> you do interview me. Yeah, that was that was the pinnacle of the show. It's all been awesome. down since that. It's awesome, man. Since it's that awesome. great interview, uh, you will find crazy money wherever you're listening to Money with Friends. Paul, will be back here in a month. Tomorrow, it's going to be Bobby and I back with another headline. We'll see you back here at Money with Friends. Bye bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2020. Ryan Sini and Nicole Thornhill from Pro Podcast Solutions engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be a part of the show. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or other video or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.